Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to another episode of the Rancid Gems Podcast. My name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, broker extraordinaire, um, license number 317576. Mm, compliance is key, ladies and gentlemen. Compliance is key. So today we got a phenomenal episode. We got my guy to the left of me, Beyond Wim. What's up, Beyond? How are you today? I'm great. Great. Thanks no, for having me. No problem. No Unexpectedly. Problem. Unexpectedly, Listen, so look. Mr. Run the Play. Mr. Run the Play is here, and I'm going to tell you guys a little quick story before we get into this. Beyond wasn't supposed to be on here today, so we had some last-minute cancellations, and Beyond was coming just to support. So when we had those last-minute cancellations, I saw him outside. I said, oh, my God, Beyond is here. That's what's up. I said, you know what? We're going to be on a show today. <laughs> and he said, yeah, why not? Run the fucking play. <laughs> so that's sure. how he's here today. He was going to be a future guest anyway. So he, and you know what, and, and that's what's dope about this because he came here to support, not to be on the show, right. and he wound up being on the show. So um, first of all, thank you, because I know this was last minute. You didn't, have, you didn't have to prepare for this. No time, no nothing. You just said, all right, run the play, and now here we are today. So when God gives you lemons, man, you always got to make lemonade. lemonade. Very I man. appreciate it. So beyond, let's get this started. When did you fall in love with real estate? fall in love. I'm still not in love with real estate. Mm, mm. So it wasn't about, uh, I didn't look at it like I was dating real estate or trying to, you know, build a relationship with real estate. What attracted me to real estate was the money. And so from, you know, my former business, pharmaceutical business, uh, I knew that I was done with that or I was going to die or go to prison for life. And so real estate, when I was introduced to real estate, it was the closest thing to the money that I was used to making. So that's how I got involved in real estate. Man. So it was either trap or die, basically. Right. 
Period. Mm. Period. Period. I'm yeah. here for that. So when did you get started in real estate? I bought my first house at 17. I believe I was 17. Yes. First of all, where are you from? Let's tell the people your market. Yeah. So that way they have our And then tell them a little bit about who you are, what you do, because yeah. you do so much. <laughs> I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. I still live in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm an investor. I used to say I was a real estate investor, but for me, the path is math. So it, it don't necessarily, the path is math. Mm. So, Jim. Jim. so it don't necessarily have to be real estate. Like I'm, I'm interested in, in passive income. So, you know, whether it's a, I'm part owner of a, a juice bar in Cleveland, also invest in other business owners, businesses. So it, it don't matter, the path is math. So it's, it's simple. I like to keep it simple. Mm. I love that. Uh, I'm a father. That's one of the, I think that's one of the, one of the top things that I'm most proud of. That's, that's what inspires me the most. That's what keeps me going. That's what changed my life. It changed my careers. Uh, without the kids, there's no telling what I would be doing, you know, period. But for, for my kids, I wanted to be their role model. I didn't want them to have to look on TV or listen to, you know, music. And I wanted to, I wanted to be that. I wanted to, to leave a deep impression on my kids. And what I, what I understood as I, as I researched, you could say a whole bunch of stuff, you know, you, you could talk all day, but kids don't really hear what you keep talking about. What they remember most and what impacts them most is them actually seeing you doing the stuff you're talking about. You telling them to, you know, to suck it up and keep moving, but they watching you whine and complain and give up mm. your whole life. So for me, when we, when we talk about legacy and you know, generational wealth, et cetera, me being an example of what I do on a daily basis, my activities, how I deal with trials, tribulations, how I dealt with being in juvenile facilities, state prison, federal prison, knowing that they watching and so I wanted to make sure that when, when I leave here, I leave a deep impact on them. So they, they know beyond any reasonable doubt that they can be, do, and have anything because they watch me grow through life, not j go through, grow through mm. life. Mm. So Grow through life, not grow. go through. Grow. This thing is about psychology. Life is psychology. Yes. And so you just change the words around a little bit, and it, it, it gives you a different feeling. If you're saying that you're going through something, you're posturing like, yeah, I'm going through. But you're like, I'm growing, I'm growing through this. Mm. Like I'm growing, like I'm learning, I'm getting better, I'm elevating. Mm. And yes. so you learn, I learned to smile in the storms because crying wouldn't help me. Mm. Like crying don't help. Yeah, so, I think I should. Whining don't support you. <laughs> like, so it's psychology. Whining never helped anybody. Like I've been in those places. I used to ask, why me? Why I'm abused at home, why I'm bullied at school, why I only got two pair of pants and one pair of shoes that don't match anything, that never helped me. It didn't serve me. Mm. Wow. So you only focus on what serves you. Period. That's <laughs> so when we think about that to your business. Right. No, he, he don't play no game. I've been following for a while. That's why you focus on when you do, when you create your wealth and you have your portfolio. You're looking at what serves you. Not you don't want to just be an investor just because it's a popular thing to do. It's like if if there's no math, <laughs> there's no cash, 
flowing, you don't want it. Period. All right, so tell us about, <laughs> tell us about how you evaluate your deals and tell us a little bit about your portfolio. So, in terms of the properties I like, I don't have a specific property I like. I know some people say I only want to invest in, in multi-units for whatever reason. Again, for me, the path is math. So if it's, a, if it's a single family home and the numbers make sense and the ROI lines up with what I'm looking for, I'm interested. If it's, a, uh, if it's an eight unit and the numbers line up, I'm interested. If it's a multi-use building and the numbers line up, I'm interested. So in my portfolio, I have a mixture of single families, duplexes, uh, triplex, fourplexes, eight units. Uh, I'm in partnerships with, you know, with multi-units where, where there's eight units on the bottom, 20 units on top. So again, the path is math. So I, I look for properties that makes both sense, both sense, S-E-N-S-E and C-E-N-T-S. Mm, repeat that for the people, because I don't think they heard Because <laughs> they didn't hear you the first time. I look for properties that make both sense and relationships as well. I look at relationships the same way. If it don't make both sense, I'm not interested. Mm. Both sense. Mm. And, and it, I come up with these things that help, helps me to keep life simple. Like, that's a simple formula. Like, it needs to make both sense. If our relationship don't make both sense, like it don't, mm-hmm. it don't serve either of us. Right. The same way with the same way with properties. Okay. I, I look at them the same way. Perfect. Damn. So, so how many properties do you own? You know, we got to put it. People, the so, people want to know. It, it's funny. I never really answered that question. Give I never really answer. answered that question because I think that, and I'll say thirty plus. 30-plus units. That's respectful. Uh, be- between me, the kids, and some, some partnerships. Um, I'll say this. My, son, my son's portfolio is, uh, is probably bigger than, like, anybody that I know. Like, any people that I came up with, different things. Like, I didn't even know all the properties mm. that he held. But it just goes to show that he's watched me closely. And he's camera shy. Like, if, if anybody here know me and follow me on social media, you see me with my two sons almost every day. We work out together. We do business together. Like, like, we, like we together. And so it's like my one son, my oldest son, he don't want to be on the camera. So anytime I put the camera on him, like, he, he, he shies away. Mm. Uh, but he's intentional about uh, building his portfolio, making money, and just making the right, making the right moves. And I think, too, when people ask, like, what all I own, whether it's, whether it's you know, properties, other businesses that I'm involved in, people that's just getting started, I think that sometimes people focus on, like, somebody else's net worth. Like, that's, like, a major question, like, a lot of the newbies have. And that's not going to help you grow. Like, how much somebody else is worth or how many properties somebody has that's not going to help you grow. What may help you grow is the mistakes you make, like asking somebody that's been in the game for a while, like, what's, what's the mistake? What, what's your biggest mistake? What, what, what's the, the lessons that you've learned on this journey, getting started or, or where you are now? That's what's going to help you the most. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to share that more than we share, like, the, the success, success. Yeah. the wins, and, I, like, I own all these different things. It's like... That don't really help. What helps is the, the trials, tribulations, turbulence when people talk about that. So you, first of all, you know that 
you're gonna have to deal with some stuff in order to get to where you want to go. Mm. You can't be, you can't not get rich without risk. Mm. We don't hear it a lot. We hear like, yeah, you can, you're gonna make this money overnight. I'm gonna take you zero to sixty in the next thirty days. Mm-hmm. That's not true. It's gonna be trials, tribulations. It's like thinking that you're gonna get on an airplane. There's never gonna be any turbulence. You're gonna experience some turbulence, so you might as well have that at the forefront of your mind. The same way with investing. You're gonna make a mistake. You're gonna make make mistakes. I'm still learning. I've been in the game 20 plus years and I'm still learning. Mm. I'm still a student of the game. That's why I bought a ticket to come here. I bought a ticket, Matt looked at something and seen that I bought a ticket and refunded me my money. Yeah. But I I bought a ticket because I'm a student of the game. People call me an expert. Somebody was just saying that, man, you're an expert. Like the information that you just shared, I'm thinking like, I'm not an expert. I'm thinking like when we become experts, like there's no more use for us down here and then coach take us out of the game. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a student. Always. So you said so much that I want to... I know. I I, I was like, let's let's, let's absorb. So I like what you you said. I I like everything that you just said right now. But let's start from how did you get your kids involved into the business? Because, you know, most of us are parents are going to be Mm -hmm. or going to be parents at some point in life. And... You know, we're learning all this stuff. We're, we're creating our assets. But sometimes our kids don't want to take interest in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I have a 16 and a 14-year-old. And they understand what's happening here. But, you know, last time, y'all saw a baby boss was here with me. But the old, I had all three of my kids. But the two oldest, like, nah, we don't want to be bothered with that right now. Right? So how did you transition, transition your children into the real estate business? So I'll tell the story from my point of view, but I, I don't think I could tell it better than my kids. That's why when we had talked before and you was like, at some point you would invite me to the show mm-hmm. and I was going to bring my kids with me because, you know, what you I'm doing... do a follow-up, brother. Oh, we, we have to, because yeah. what I'm doing right now is like, I owe all of that to my kids. Like, you, like the work that they putting in. Like, I, I owe that to them. But how I got my first son involved... When, when, when they were, I got seven kids total. So, <laughs> yeah, I got seven. <laughs> yeah, I got a team. He was running the plays outside. He was running the plays. Shit, I had to create my own. I had to create my own team, kind of like what they're doing in the league right now. They, yeah. you know, stack their team. Had to, so get a super team. I had I had to do do the same thing because you know the people that I grew up with, most of my friends, they they wasn't interested. They was interested in somebody carrying them to a championship, and I'm not interested in that. So, but when I used to pick my kids up from from the time they was like five years old, I would take them with me to Home Depot picking up material. They would go with me looking at properties. They would go with me to the title company, to the bank, and they hated it, you know, because like I was giving them seminars every time I picked them up. Like I'm talking to them and sharing these different things with them because I was wishing that when I was growing up, I had my father in my life to, to just be around. Like, you know, I'm playing catch by myself. Mm. You know what I mean? And so just to, to, to think about that, it was like, that was like a hurting feeling. So I knew that I was going to be the opposite of what my father was. So I would, every time I get them, it was like we having these long conversations and I'm just sharing like different things that, that, that I'm learning in life. I'm taking them with me, you know, looking at properties, and then I got to a point where I started sending my one son. I think he probably was like 10 at the time. And he seemed a little more interested than everybody else. So what I would do is I would walk him through a property. 
from, I would walk him through a property, we'd pull up to a property, and I would show him how to evaluate the property first with no numbers. So we'd pull up to a property, and I was like, okay, when you pull up, you just want to take notice of, of, of what's in front of you from, from the landscape, the roof, the gutters, the windows, the sign, the porch, the walkway, driveway, then you go to the garage, it's the same thing. Then you go in the house, you go to the basement, we're looking at the foundation, the electrical, the plumbing, the heating, you come up, you the kitchen, living room, dining room, and just survey everything. And then after you survey everything, then you put numbers to it. So I kind of showed them how to put the numbers to it. It's like, okay, if the, if the if you got a 15, 15, 14 to 1500 square foot property, uh, to redo the whole roof, you're gonna be in a range of uh, 5,000 to 6,500. To do the gutters, you're gonna be in a range of 1,000 to 1,300. Each window gonna cost you 200 a piece. And so I went through everything like that. And so after we did that a couple of times, I would pull up to the house and I would have him get out and tell him how much it's gonna cost to rehab the house, labor and materials, how much it's gonna cost. So I started doing that with him at 10 years old. Mm. And so how after now, uh, Brian is 29. And that's the, one with the big one, the biggest portfolio, right? Yeah. I so, bet he does. <laughs> yeah, so, so after doing that a couple of times, he started to learn how to put the put the numbers together. So fast forward, he when he uh, he was about to go to he was about to go to college, and I knew he didn't really want to go to college, but you know, with moms, moms and kids, it's it's a it's different because men are not as, most, as emotional as women. So what, what mommy is like, I want my baby to be safe and I just want the, you know, the best thing. And so me as dad, I'm thinking like, that's not really, he don't really like regular school. So why pay money for him to go to college? I'm thinking, yeah. I don't want to spend my money for him to go to college because I know he don't like regular school. <laughs> but I'm going to step back and I'm going to let him decide. I feel like he want to do real estate but I'm just gonna sit back. So long story short, he went to college. And at this time he was in college, I was on a federal sabbatical. And so I really had a problem. I'm on a federal sabbatical and I'm paying for college. And you know, I'm on a federal sabbatical, AKA prison. <laughs> I like the way you said that. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds, I mean, yeah, yeah. I love so, it. So, so, he go to, <laughs> so he go to college and then what happened was, before he went to college, he wasn't a drinker. In college, now he going to parties and like different things starting to happen. And I basically told his mom, I said, listen, he's bored because he's not really interested in college. So now he's doing some other things to pass time. You need to have another conversation with him to let him know that it's okay if he don't want to go to college because he's doing this for, for you, not for himself. Mm. So soon as she told him that, two weeks later, he was home with all his stuff. Uh, out of college. And so before I had left on the sabbatical, I had gave him a, I had gave him a, 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 a I just love the way you say that. Yeah. <laughs> a, We're all going to be taking sabbaticals around here. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was. Not it, that, not, not that. I'm not going to wish that time. So, oh, so, but when you go I'm away, no when, you, when you go away, instead of going on vacation, you guys are going to be going on sabbaticals. Okay, that sounds better. <laughs> you know, go ahead. So I gave him a, a, a 71, uh, 71 Monte Carlo that I had bought some, some years ago. So it was in pristine condition. I gave it to him. And so when I, when I came home, he asked me if he could sell it. I said, it's yours. You could do whatever you want to do with it. So he sold the car. He told me he was empty. He wanted to do some real estate, but I didn't believe him. 
So he sold the car. He used half of the money to pay for real estate school to get his license, and he used the other half to buy him a Honda Accord. And I was like, hmm, I, I'm kind of convinced that he's serious. And then after that, he came to work with me for free. And so he worked with me for free on a couple of projects, and I knew that he was serious. And then he, he started to save up his money, and then we, we started going in on mm. pri properties. So mm. that's, yeah. how, that's how he got started. And then what happened was, Sometimes your kids can't get it directly from, from you, but it don't matter as long as they get it. And so what happened with him, after he started to partner with me on deals and get checks, because most people in our family, like you, you're not, people are not getting checks like this. So him being like 22, at the 22, 23 years old, you know, getting these kind of checks, like nobody's getting those kind of checks. So it got the attention of his other, you know, the, my other kids. Yeah. They like, and so they started to get interested. And so the same thing with, with, with fitness and working out. He hated working out, but me continuing to, to, to be disciplined and, you know, I'm talking to them, but they see in my actions and activities. So he continued to see me working out. He started working out with me. Now he work out more than I do. And then his brother started working out. Then his sister started working out. So now it's a ripple effect, you know, from mm. investing, fitness, et cetera. Man. That's mm. powerful. Very much yeah. so. That's powerful. Birds of a feather flock together. Absolutely. Birds Absolutely. of a feather flock together. And I think that's powerful that you didn't force them into it. No. Right? Because a lot of people want to force... Like, sometimes I want to force my kids into things. <laughs> I'm not even going to hold you up. I'm like, what the hell y'all doing? Like, you need to be getting this money, right? But then I have to realize, no, they got their own path. But if I keep doing what I'm doing, they're paying attention. And eventually, at some point, I pray that they'll pick up what I'm doing and kind of be what, what your children are doing right now and investing in, in, in having a great real estate portfolio and doing their thing. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's, now you got the kids involved. You guys are owning portfolios. I mean, I think that's phenomenal. Talk to us about the Cleveland real estate market because Cleveland is, is a very popular um, it is. Um, city to invest in. Everyone wants to invest in Cleveland and there's a lot going on in Cleveland. So 2021 is the summer COVID, tell us what's happening um, out there with the evictions. Can you evict in Cleveland? Are tenants paying? How's the process with Section 8? Talk to us about the Cleveland real estate market mm -hmm. from an investor standpoint. You just asked 40 questions in one. He did attack you. <laughs> yeah. So, so the first question, ask me one at a time. So let's go. How is the Cleveland real estate market with the eviction moratorium? So with the evictions, you can evict. If, it's a, if they're part of a government program, that's a different story. Like, so it's a longer process if they have Section 8 or, or Eden. That's a longer uh, process. What's Eden? Eden is another government program similar to Section 8. They're, like how Section 8 came out the gate, they used to be on top of their business, move rapidly. But now they kind of slowed up and, you know, they program kind of shifted a little bit. Eaton is like, they're, they're new. So they fast, they're on top of it. And Eaton, in a lot of cases, Eaton paid more than Section 8. Okay. Good. Okay. That's a gem. Yeah. I hope y'all wrote that down. Yeah. So, all right. So you can evict if they're not with a government program. How long Correct. is the process to evict someone in today's, you know, market? About 60 days. 60 days? About okay. 60 days. So it's landlord-friendly? Correct. So it's not, Definitely. It's, it's not a tenant-friendly state? Correct. Love okay. it. Love it. So you can evict someone in 60 days. 
and there's no statewide moratorium on top of the feds, no. So you just no. send a 30-day notice, pretty much. And yeah, the whole they, process is about 60 days. 60 days. About 60 days. Are you guys, um, there are certain different states. Like I know in North Carolina, we had the padlock. Georgia, they put your things on the side of the road. How the pro how's the process there? So they basically, you, you have a court date. If they not out, by the time that the judge ordered them out, you can have a moving company sit their, sit their stuff so out. So they're like Georgia. Correct. All right. Yeah. Good to know. How is it as far as getting your properties ready for these government programs? Because I know every state is different when it comes to these Section 8 programs and these government programs to get your properties um, approved. Like, what is that process? Is, is it a long process to get approved in Cleveland? No, I think it's... Not I think. When you put together the right... When you put together the right project, it, I think it's ready for, for anything. It's like you... Like, not cutting corners and putting Band-Aids on things. Mm -hmm. You know, like, no chip paint. Like, things that you should do anyway. Like, so for me, it's like when... When I started uh, renting properties to Section 8, I really didn't need to see their guidelines. Like, I put it together like I was going to live in it. Like, I'm not putting granite and different things like that in it, but I'm putting it together like, like I would live in it. So when I, when I first, first started, I was putting it together the opposite way. Mm. And so what I, what I mean by that, yeah, I was being super cheap. It's because I brought the same mentality that I had from my prior business. And at that point, it's like, I wasn't interested in relationships and I was just interested in the cash by all means. So I brought that same attitude to real estate. Like, well, I just want to get paid as fast as possible. So what I, what I would do is I would buy a bunch of properties, put them together the cheapest way possible. I want to get the best deals, put them together as cheap as possible. I was the property manager knowing that I wasn't a property manager, but, it's, mm. <laughs> it, but I, I wanted to keep all the money. Yeah, I was greedy. So I was the property manager. I was putting Band-Aids on everything. So I'm letting anybody move in because I'm knowing that I can get 100%, I could do 100% refinance out on the property real fast. So I let anybody move in. Wasn't doing no background checks, wasn't doing anything. I ain't had time to do that because I was in a hurry to get to the money before the banks changed the program. Mm -hmm. So what happened was, when you when you operate like that and you 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 say these things called generational wealth because it, it just sounds good, but you operating in a way like you're gonna be out of business tomorrow. So what I got was a headache. What I had was, you know, uh, you know, 30 plus properties with band-aids on them, with tenants that you it's a turnover like every 90 days. Most of the money that was coming in, it had to go to the mortgage. I was upside down because things, they was already broke. Like I didn't really fully fix it anyway. Yeah. And I had to take a step back and I was, I was stressed out because of the decisions and choices that I made. But I blamed it on real estate and I got, I, I got tired of real estate. And I, st I stepped back, I was like, I want to do something else because like this is a headache. And when I looked in the mirror and told myself the truth, he was like, I could have cried when I looked in the mirror because it was like, why are you looking all around like you blaming? It's like, no, it's you. <laughs> like, you're the problem. People don't take accountability. You're the yes. problem. They blame everything else and deflect, but they don't take accountability for what they're doing. That's so. the fastest way to get to wherever you want to go, like accepting responsibility, no matter if it's, if things going great, if it's going horrible. Like, it's you. Like, you're the common denominator and all of those things. That's a fact. And once I realized that, and then I lost all the, I lost all the, the, the properties. You know, I owed the bank 
probably like 1.6 million or something like that. And so I was stressed out and lost everything. But once I told myself the truth and I accepted responsibility, it's like I got a, a, you know, a breath of fresh air, like, oh, hmm, all you got to do is put the property together right, put the property together right, bring in a property manager that this is what they do. It's like a basketball team. Like, if you want to mm-hmm. win a championship, you get the best people that are great at those positions. Yep. And you win a, a championship. It's that simple. Run right? the so, fucking play. Yeah, run the play. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's what I did. Man. That's good. That was, that's a, that was a real gem right there. So yeah. I know I asked, mm-hmm. I asked how many houses you, you know, and he was like, basically, that's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> but you doubled back and you, and you said something so much more powerful and so much more useful. So now that you came back, you're like, now I come back with a new mindset. What are like four simple things that you, you're doing right now with every property to prevent the headache that you had before? The Good first question. thing, huh? Good question. Oh, that's a great question. The first thing is don't put band-aids on things. Like it, it's simple when you when you when you when you view on a property, when you look at it, you know if it needs to be replaced. If you walk into a property and you see any rust on a furnace or a hot water tank, you need a brand new furnace, a brand new hot water tank. So you never have to worry about it again. And it's under warranty if something go wrong. Uh, always get alarms. That's another thing I wasn't doing in the beginning because it's like when you're greedy and just focus on money, it, your, your vision, it obscures your vision. Like you, can't, you cannot see clear and you will wind up like in prison like I did. You'll wind up losing everything like I did because you just focus on the money. The money is a byproduct. The money is a byproduct of doing great business. Money is a byproduct of building strong relationships. Opportunities are a byproduct of relationships. I'm on this stage because the relationship that we built. 1,000%. Like, it's it's a relationship. So don't put Band-Aids on things. Um, Insurance, as soon as you sign on a dotted line to buy a property, get insurance. That's something I didn't do in the beginning. I know it, it sounds like it sounds elementary, like you, sh- you, you, should, you should know that. And, but most people don't get insurance. It's like, I didn't get insurance. And I can remember like yesterday, one of the first properties that I bought, I get a phone call saying, your house on fire. <laughs> so your house on fire. It was a, a three unit property that I had. It was a single family in the back and a two family in the front. And so I pull up and the house, the house on fire. And... I'm standing in the crowd with the people. Because <laughs> I was embarrassed. Like, I'm embarrassed. It's like, like you own all these properties and you don't got no insurance. And so I'm standing in the crowd looking at the, like, like, I don't got no insurance and my house burning down. <laughs> you knew it was over. Yeah, it's like, I felt stupid and I was I was embarrassed. Like it didn't make sense. And it, it just don't make sense. But it's like we it's like like being honest, honest with yourself, like it'll help you grow so much farther. Like 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 fuck everything else that's going on outside of you or how things may look. Like be honest with yourself. Like cause this thing is it's it's about you. Like it's about you. Like coach. Pick you specifically 
put you in a game. Coach is God. The game is life. Put you in a game because mm. you're more than equipped to win a championship in your life. But you got to be honest with yourself. Wh whatever it is, your strength, your weaknesses, whatever it is, because most of the people that you think are super strong, they not. Mm -mm. Like we all got things that we don't like about ourselves. We all got things that we can, we can build on. It's always another level. Like, you know, okay, somebody buying a house or somebody buying an island. So it's like, Jim, mm. like, mm. you know, so, so always get insurance and whoever you choose to do business with, whether you're buying a property, buying a course or whatever it is, make sure you, you vet them out. And I think one of the best ways to, to vet them is talk to five or, ten, five or 10 people that have done business with the individual that you're thinking about doing business with. Talk to five or 10 people that have had success with that individual. Like, because everybody can do a great commercial about themselves or their product or their services. Mm -hmm. Talk to five or 10 people that have done business with those individuals. And if you're not going to create a lifestyle business, stop basing your decision off of people's lifestyles, the cars they drive, Big the trips that they take, they take in. <laughs> I gotta take a drink tonight. I know everybody right. don't see this, I, I got, I, I, but I was raising my hand because it's so yeah, true. Uh, unless you're building a lifestyle business. Other than that, like my lifestyle, the, the watch that I wear, like how many, like don't focus on that. Don't focus on that. Talk to five or 10 people that have done business with, with me or whoever you're thinking about doing business with to see if they had success with those people. Like, it's easy to get a car. Like, it's, it's so easy to get a car. Like, right. I remember getting a car off the showroom floor and then lost it. Like, it's easy to, it's easy to get a car. Mm -hmm. To get your credit score up, to sign your name on a dotted line, or to get somebody to co-sign for you, it's easy to do that. It's easy to get, it's easy to get a house that look cute. Mm -hmm. Understand that people, it's not that they're smarter than you. They understand how to market and brand. Mm -hmm. So you mesmerize by the marketing and branding. Mm. Yep. That's it. Think about it. Think about the system that we involved in, the plays that the government running on us. They're not smarter than us. They know how to market and brand, and they understand that you don't understand the power of your subconscious mind. And they continue to plant seeds and water them that's in your subconscious mind, and they have you believe in things that's crazy as hell once you get in tune with yourself and you start to focus on your personal development and growth. Mm. People are like, man, wow, like, why didn't I do yes. this 30 years ago? Damn. <laughs> you know, so. It's crazy you said that. Me and, me and Matt was just talking the other day. <laughs> what we just talking about that, I was like, you know what? I just, I don't, I'm no longer, I no longer feel the need to share every time I take a vacation. I no mm. longer want to share how I'm living, where I'm living, what I'm driving. Like, I just want to, Post the information. I'll share if I'm if I'm with if I want to share my husband, I will. If I want to share my dog, I will. But we're just in I'm in a different space. We were yeah. just talking about that. And I think mm -hmm. what it is is because I feel like I you put when you're in a certain position and you start seeing your influence, I don't want to influence people to the wrong thing. Yeah. 100%. Right? So I don't want to influence you to think that this is going to happen to, for you overnight, whatever it is. You know, even when it comes to success, like you said, what are your biggest failures? Like talk to people about their failures first. I'd rather talk about how I jacked up and messed up something first. Right. So that way you can understand, okay, this is the end result of the mess up. Because there is, it, we are in the microwave age and you do have to be careful um, when you are in a position where you are, like where, the position we're in, where yeah. we're, we're on the platform, you have to be very careful about how you put things out there because you do have a social responsibility. 
We've yeah. been talking about that a lot lately, and it's just crazy you said that on the stage. Yeah, because the younger generation, all they see is where you are today, but don't understand what was the journey and the path that got you here. You know, most of us have been in the business 10, 15, 20 plus years, mm -hmm. and it's been a lot. And have of, failed. And have failed. Mm -hmm. I've failed more times than I won. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too. And I failed hard and lost a lot and had to rebuild myself probably twice yeah. now in my professional life. But people don't know that part. They don't see that part. They only see this and they think, oh, you're winning. Like, nah, dog, like, you don't understand what it took for me to get to this position. You don't know, like, I have to fly here. People are like, oh, you ain't going on tour with Ranta Gyms. Never. Fly your ass to Wakanda. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Period. Because and I fly here every month, We still out too. the window. Right. Yeah. We jump out the window and do this podcast. Honestly, like, we talk about yeah. we, we, what we put into this. Like, we ain't trying to have y'all feel sorry for us or nothing, but we put a lot of effort, time, fight money, and we got to find and vet good people to give you guys valuable information. We don't take this lightly, and we step away from our businesses mm -hmm. for a 10-hour day to, to give back to the community. And a lot of this is... We just want you to know what we didn't know. Yeah. We and we're just like y'all. You see, we over here like, wait, we and, take and, and we, we take mental notes. I'm talking to my sister, take the note what she said. <laughs> I need that for me too. So Facts. we're all in it together. So I appreciate, I love the way, and I found, let me say I found him through another agent friend of mine. He was saying something so motivating about people working together. I didn't even come across your page um, when it came from real estate. It was just um, Denise, Denise the broker, sent it to mm -hmm. me. Shout out to Denise. Shout out to Denise. And um, she was like, oh, we got to watch this because we've been talking a lot. And she's a real estate broker in Atlanta, female. And a natural thing, people think, oh, they should compete. Whole time, we we toasting up. We're, we would never compete with each other, right? Choose who you want to go work with, right? And we were talking about how it's hard for us to collaborate. And she sent me your video. And that's how I found you. I said, mm -hmm. I mean, I know he's selling real estate. He's doing all kinds of stuff. But he really is motivating. He's giving you the mental... Um, what is it, the mental strength to kind of work through and do anything. That's the key. Like, so people reach out to me for real estate. I feel like, like, like God gave me that because you know that what attracts people is money. Like most people, you know what I mean? Like money because of how we've been misled from the beginning. So it got us in these different, you know, financial situations because it's like we like the most powerful thing species on the planet, but there's been some things put in place to make us think otherwise. So it's like, that's why we attracted to that. You know, we second guessing our genius, right? And the systems that have been put in place, when you talk about the educational system, from my standpoint, the educational system is put in place to suppress your genius. Mm. Like, mm. it's like when you think about it, it's like, okay, in kindergarten, you saying that you want to build a space station, build your own planet. You're super excited. The teacher, when a teacher asks what you want to be, you can't, you raising your hand, you jumping yeah, up and yeah. you feel like you can do it, right? So visualize that energy. And then by 12th grade, you just want to pay a car note and a house payment. What mm. happened? Mm. What, what happened, happened from kindergarten what to 12th grade? Right. So, so for me, like I've never been passionate about Real estate, like real estate is something that I know how to do and I share my experiences, my losses. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. My wins, but the, the, the thing that's going to change your life is you believing that it's possible for you. You believing and overstanding that, like the coach equipped you with everything that you need to win on this planet. You got to stop looking outside like it's an inside game. Mm. It's not outside. If you search for happiness outside of yourself, you'll continue to be lost. I know yeah. because I was searching outside of myself for happiness. Oh. And what happens is, like, you, you, you attach to somebody feeling like this person going to make me happy, whether male, female, your friend you grew up with, like, you're looking for your happiness inside of somebody else, and then the relationship don't work out right, they gone, and now you... You sad, and now you're looking for happiness again outside of yourself, inside of somebody else. Can you mm. imagine coach putting you in a game, right, and your happiness is inside of somebody else, and every day you got to wake up and go look and search for happiness inside of somebody else? It wouldn't make sense. The happiness is inside of you. But you got to believe it. You got to trust and believe. You got to trust and believe in your infinite intelligence. Mm. Mm. Your God mind. That's the key. Real estate is simple. You pick, you, you, you decide, okay, what do I want from real estate? Do I want capital gains? That means like fix and flip, you know, like retail, uh, you know, selling turnkey to out of state and out of country investors. Or do I want monthly passive income? Like which one of those do I want? Okay, you, 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 once you make that decision, then it's like, okay, what market best fit what I'm looking for? If it's, you know, if it's buy and hold, what market best fit buy and hold in my price range? Okay, it may be Cleveland, it may be Detroit, it may be Milwaukee, it may be Memphis. All of those markets are similar when you're talking about price point. You, you, you identify that market. The next thing is you want to establish some relationships. Life, it, life is relationships. Business is relationships. Mm. People trying to look past building relationships for a one-night stand and then wonder why things ain't working out for them. Mm. Life is relationships. Gems. Business is relationships. So you build some relationships in that market once you identify the market. You could join Facebook groups, invest in Facebook groups that's in the markets that you want to invest in. So you get in the, you get in the groups. Figure out how you can add some value. You build some relationships with the individuals that's in the group. You take the relationships offline. Yes. You join the RIA groups that's in the, certain, the cities that you want to invest in. The RIA groups are the real estate investment associations. They have them in every city. Every city that you want to invest in, they have a real estate investors association. Basically, the real estate investor association 
is a group comprised, put together of title companies, lenders, uh, wholesalers, investors that's just started now, investors that have been in the game for 30 years. Those are some of the best places to plug into. That way you can learn and get more familiar with the city. You can get more familiar with the zip codes. What zip codes are great for buying whole? What zip codes are great for retail flips? And then you take a trip. You, you get on a plane, you get in your car, you go to that city. Mm. Do you go research. to those meetings, yeah. you drive through those neighborhoods. Like it's a, it's a business, purchasing real estate would probably be one of your biggest investments that you ever make. So why not spend some money to go build some relationships with people on the ground? that you can grow a successful team in business with. Man, I think that's so important that you said, because so many people want to invest out of their state, especially in high-cost states like New York, California, right? Everyone in New York wants to be in Cleveland. Of course. But they never want to go to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know what Cleveland looks like, right? I'm guilty. <laughs> How many, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. I've heard of so, so, so many great things about Cleveland multi-family. I know some people that built some properties there. I've heard so many great things, and I'm like, well, how can I just put some money over there? I don't necessarily think I want to catch a flight. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you, it, but, but it's, the thing it's about a, it's it is, a great it's, city. It's, it's, it's a, it is the wrong way to think. I had to take a step back after meeting with um, Roshana in mm -hmm. Chicago, and she took me out, and I said, now, if I would have just threw my money down here, I'd have been a little, felt a little bit of a way. I'm glad that she took me to her flips and I can see the process and what's going on and how it, and how it takes place. So now I'm like, if I do want to invest, I need to go. Like, don't just listen, because I'm, I'm like y'all, I'm listening to Instagram. Instagram told me I can get multi-family <laughs> for cheap. And it's, a, and it's more of a cash flow. What I love about your place is a cash flow. Yeah, like, you can, get multi, you can get a lot of multi-family. See, Atlanta, we don't have any. And so we've been over here knocking ourselves over the head because everybody's like, I want multi-family in Atlanta. I'm like, here are the three. I sent them to Matt. Yeah. Here are the three. Yeah. And, and they're half a million. Th it was literally three. And, here's the, and they're half a million. They're not, and, they're, and they're still not great. How do you want to mm. move forward? But then I'm over there, I was like, oh, 150, 200. So it's, that leads into our other question. Tell us, like our average price point in the metro Atlanta area is $455,000. We have basically tri doubled, tripled our average price point in the last three years. We have went from 285 to three, to now we're 450. I feel like by the end of the year, we'll be at 500,000. Do you kind of know, like, and it's, and it's crazy, because our market has shifted that much and it's outpricing a lot of you guys. So now you have an opportunity to talk to someone in the market that may still be within your reach. Tell us a little bit about your market. What specific question? The like, specific question is, on average, like for the first-time investor, right, mm -hmm. we have a lot of first-time investors, how much should they spend on a multifamily? What would be the estimated cost of them being able to rehab it? And then... Turnkey, turnkey and rehab. Yeah. So, so a turnkey two-family duplex, 70,000, 70, 75,000 all in. Ooh. Uh, uh, rented out for 1,300 $1, a month. <laughs> mm -hmm. So 1,300 a month cash Can you say flow. that one more time for the people in the back? Because I think they were, they, they were, they were flabbergasted when you said that. <laughs> Why do you so, think I was listening to Instagram about it? Say it one more time. <laughs> turnkey duplex, 70 to 75,000 cash flow on 1,300 a month. And what about if you're buying a fix a fix opera? 
that you want to fix and, and, and still hold? Duplex or single? Duplex. Duplex, you're probably going to pay 35000 35, 35000 mm -hmm. Yeah, 35000 And how much in rehab, probably on estimate? Depending on the property. I know that's a general question, but... Thirty-five, forty thousand. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So thirty-five, like forty thousand. And so, yeah. So here's the other part of that. Here's why. Here's why wholesaling is one of my favorite strategies. What, what is wholesaling? Let's break down wholesaling. Yes. I'm glad you. Wholesaling this. is how, how much you pay for those shoes? Um, I paid probably a thousand for these, but I'm I can probably flip them right now for probably two. Right. So wholesaling. But they retail for two hundred. Right. So your guy, you pay how much? I paid a thousand. You paid a thousand. So you so the person he bought them from may have bought them, got them for seven hundred. He mm -hmm. may have got a a relationship again, a, a relationship where he can get them for seven hundred without even putting the money up, and he's the middleman, the broker, middleman, to Matt for a for a thousand, and so he makes the in between money. Mm. So, so wholesaling wholesaling is, is is the same way. It's like okay, we find people that need to sell, not want to sell, but need to sell, uh, whether it's because of a divorce, whether it's taxes, inherited property that they're not interested in, and we can get the property for pennies on the dollars. And so that gives us an opportunity to use any, any one of the other real estate strategies. It puts us in a driver's seat to where when the market shifts, because the market always shifts, the real estate has cycles. We don't have to scramble around or worrying about what's going to happen in the market. Like, it don't matter. If we bought the property right, if we got the property for pennies on the dollars, we don't care what happened with the market. If it goes sideways, if it crashed tomorrow because we got in at a great price point. But if we bought with the intention of, of fix and flip to a homeowner, so we buying it specifically to fix and flip to a homeowner, then the market shift, we may be in trouble because... Right now, people are paying over asking price for properties because they moving off emotion, not knowledge. Mm. So they paying too much for the property just to say they you got the beautiful property. But if the market goes down, they underwater. They don't have no exit strategies. Like they stuck. And then those properties, like the young lady said when she was up here, Pam, she said she bought those 51, she, she bought that land and was building those properties to flip them. Mm -hmm. But the market shifted in 2007. She couldn't flip them because the banks froze everything. They wasn't doing any lending. So they backed out. So now she was stuck. And she said she sat on them for two years. So the reason why I like wholesaling is because, again, you're getting the properties for pennies on a dollar. So no matter what's happening with the market, mm -hmm. you're in a great position. You can, you can rent it out. You're going to be in a great position. You could not do anything to it and sell it to somebody else and make a profit. You could rehab it and sell it to a homeowner and make a profit. You could rehab it, put a tenant in place, and sell it as a turnkey investment to an out-of-state or out-of-country investor, and you're still in a great position. So you just gave them too many ways to make money. Yeah. Did y'all yeah. write that down? <laughs> All right. So, so what, are, what are the three okay. steps to get started with wholesaling? Yes. So you, it's three steps. So... A simple way is you could, again, we go back to building relationships. 
I know people not interested in building relationships, they're interested in one night stands, but it's so many benefits to, it's so many benefits to building relationships. When you, so one of my first wholesale deals, before wholesaling became popular and like this household name, I had relationships, you know, I was focused on building relationships. So a friend of mine said that he was interested in buying some properties because he wanted to buy a helicopter, but he wanted to use, spend his cash to buy some properties and take the rental income from the properties and pay for the helicopter. So I got introduced to another individual that was interested in selling his portfolio. He had a portfolio that he wanted to sell. So we worked out a number. We worked out a number which was going, which was going to get him the number that he wanted. My guy over here was comfortable with the number that I brought, brought to him, the ROI that he was looking for. He was looking for a 14% return, and I made 50000 50, on the deal. Mm. And I just connected the two people and made 50000 He wanted to sell a portfolio. He wanted to buy a portfolio. And I basically brokered, brokered the deal. So one of the simplest ways is just building relationships and just connecting, connecting the people. That's one of the simplest ways. Another way is connecting with other wholesalers. So you may have a wholesaler that's strong at getting contracts, getting properties on the contracts, but he don't have anybody to sell them to, right? If you focus on building relationships with individuals that's looking to buy in the, the markets where you could buy properties for $70,000 or even $50,000 when you talk about Cleveland, Detroit, Memphis, Milwaukee, if you focus on connecting with those individuals, New Yorkers, people in California, you could partner with a wholesaler that already have properties under contract and you could bring your buyers to the table and y'all can split the profit that's going to be in between each one of those deals. Mm. Mm. That's the gym. Not, not forgetting Atlanta. There's people in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Can't leave out Wakanda. Can't leave out, cannot leave out Atlanta. We, we definitely are excited about this is the market over there again yeah, y'all make, y'all I'm, making money out here they make now. yeah it's different it's different down there seventy thousand dollars for a duplex yeah that's, yeah that's, so let me ask you this right because you said new york right and uh, I, you know obviously i'm in new york so mm-hmm. a lot of people want to invest out-of-state investing right what what are the tips to build the team if you're going to invest from out of state in a state or a city like cleveland like how, how are they, I know you say you got to come to the city, you got to come right. to the town, but like, what else can you give them? Because a lot of people in these high cost areas, they can't afford to invest where they live. So how do they go about really building these teams and, and being successful with this? Again, it goes back to, like, you got a girlfriend, you got a wife, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the same thing, like building a relationship. Like, it's all building relationships. Like, there's no secret or no specific way to build a relationship. It's about adding value, like getting to know somebody, paying attention to energy, uh, not just focus on the money, because if you just focus on the money, you will miss all of the blind spots. Mm-hmm. You like genuinely be interested in building relationships. Like I can't really give you any secrets or uh, I could tell you some stuff that sound good, but I build relationships based upon like, first of all, energy, mm. right? When I first started, I, I didn't pay attention to energy. I only paid attention to the money. So if I knew that I could make money with this person 
or I needed them because they was a missing piece to me reaching my goals and making money. I overlooked all of the signs. I overlooked them showing up late. I overlooked like my infinite intelligence telling me that something is off uh, about this person, right? When you just focus on the money, you, you override all of the signs. It's like when you really think about it in, in your life, right? Because it got to make sense for y'all, not just for me. It got to make sense for y'all. So when you think about relationships in your life that went left, they didn't just automatically, one day it just went left. If you tell yourself the truth, you would say, you know what? I overrode this sign, that sign. I was just focused on what I really wanted. and But I overlooked all of the signs. It's like people saying that they, they engines went out in their car, but your oil light been on for three months. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, so, yeah. so, so uh, again, the, the, the catastrophes that I've had with contractors, I've seen all the signs. And I ignored all of the signs because I wanted them to do this work at this certain price mm. that I knew really didn't make sense, but I wanted to make X amount of dollars, and I knew that they was going to do the whole project for, <laughs> you know, for, yeah. for a said. number that didn't really make sense. And I knew that this wasn't a guy. I knew that this wasn't a guy. If he calling me eight o'clock at night, yeah, I'm finished. Like, that ain't a guy. Right. Like, he has a money problem already. Mm. And at some point, you're going to have a, a headache. You're just prolonging a headache mm. when you really need to deal with this head on right now. So I know that people are, you know, you look for, you know, you're looking for these things that sound good. And like, I'm not into that. I want to I want to tell and share with you the things that really help me help me get here, the things that continue to help me. And it's like, first of all, paying attention to yourself, like paying attention to yourself, like working on yourself. So you working on yourself is easier for you to recognize bullshit. I love that. Like it's easier for you to recognize getting more money. Don't help you do that. Getting more money. Don't help you with your personal development and growth. Getting more money. Don't help you deal with storms. Because how is it somebody got millions of dollars and then they kill themselves? So that won't help you. You know, I thought that that would help you. You know, I had in my mind that, okay, I get to this certain amount of money and then life is just going to be. And then I got the money and I was stressed out. And I was yes. like, something ain't right about this. I got the money. I focused on getting this money. And I got the money and I'm not happy. <laughs> and that's when I figured, that's when I realized, like, it's not the money. It's, it's not, it's the, money. not the money. Like, the happiness is not in the money. It's not in the money. How are people rich killing themselves and they got all the money? Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's not the money. Like, the money won't set you free. It's mm. like it won't. What you chase won't set you free. Oh, what that's you chase. A gem. That's a, anybody what, have any questions? What, what you, what you chase won't set you free. No. I, I, I really I like that. that. Yeah, so. What you chase won't, won't set, set you free. free. Damn, you got a lot. I'm, I'm about to use a lot of these quotes and confirmations. <laughs> here, brother. Can somebody write this down for us? <laughs> you got the book? I got oh, the book. Quotes yeah. and confirmations. Yeah. You know, it's a great book, I need man. to get the book. Yeah. Everybody need to get, get the, the book. book. Well, you right. don't, yeah, we, we need to know. We got some questions. What's the book? Quote, <laughs> quotes, quotes and confirmations. But go to the link in his bio and on Instagram. He's going to say that at the end. 
Hi, I'm Taisha Jones. I'm from New Orleans. I'm following instructions from last You came year. in from New Orleans? <laughs> get me. You came yeah, in here from New Orleans? From New Orleans, yeah. Shout out to you, Shout out to you. So my, uh, my question is, can you recommend a good method for locating the owners of the properties on your wholesale? Like, what's a good skip tracer? Um, batch skip tracing. Somebody write that down for me. Batch. Batch. Yep, that's what we use. Batch skip tracing. Okay. Thank you. For that. You're welcome. Good you, question. You're a straight shooter. I love it. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the simplest way. Like, this is uh, my first time meeting yeah, Liz Toast. That was yeah. such a straight yeah. shooter. Because you know, a lot of people be around here too easy trying to sell something and they just don't want to just say it. Just say it sometimes. Yeah. Go ahead. 100%. My name is Ashante. I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, you flew in from Houston? Yeah. Houston yeah. in the house. I'm H loving all, first of all, I'm loving all y'all who flew in from all these different cities. Shout out to y'all. More wine. Okay. <laughs> I have two questions. You said um, Eden for the section, that's like Section 8, E-D-E-N? Yes. Okay, thank you. And then you talked about two big losses. Uh, your fire without insurance, and then when you lost 30 properties from your sabbatical. Um, what does it look like when you rebuild after that? Are there credit issues? Are there money issues? Are there trust issues with people working with you again? How do you rebuild after a loss? Oh, good question. Good question. Oh, thank, Great you. question. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So when you say when you say credit, so when I started to rebuild, my kid's mom actually helped me rebuild. So she had great credit. And so she helped me rebuild and also used a, a hard money lender. Somebody introduced me to. And the funny thing with that was before that, like I was using most of my own money. Like the, you know, the money that I had when I worked in the other industry. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so I got introduced to a, a hard money lender, and we did we did one project, and with the with the one project, I bought the property cash, and he financed the fix up. After he seen me demonstrate after that first project, he opened up the door to finance anything that that I got. And before that, when he, he asked me about the the, uh, the foreclosures, he was like, so why you didn't, you know, he pulled my credit, he's like, why you didn't pay? Like, what happened? I was like, I just didn't pay. I was like, I don't have any excuses. Like, I, I didn't pay. And he was like, you're the first person that ever told me that. He said, most people try to tell me a story and blame and like, he's like, I got a lot of respect for you. And so after that, he 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 was willing to finance anything that I did. Anything. Mm. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Great questions. Great question. Uh, how you doing? Great. I appreciate you for being here. So I kind of got a question and then a piggyback question off of that. Mm -hmm. So my first question is, are you more focused on, and I know you say, um, the math, what'd you say? The, the path the, is math. The path is math, right? So do you have like a primary focus as far as the type of homes that you invest in, whether it's prime, whether it's um, single family or multifamily, like duplex, triplex, or large multifamily? And then on top of that, what is like that minimum criteria that you're looking for that's going to determine, yes, I want to, you know what I'm saying, commit to this, or nah, this doesn't really, you know what I'm saying, this doesn't really do it for me? So I, have a, I don't have a property preference. So I buy single families. I buy you know six unit, eight units. I buy multi-purpose buildings. It it don't matter. And what was the second question? 
what is that determining factor? Like, is there a minimum criteria that you're looking for when it comes to you buying is like, is it cash flow? Is it a certain area because you know this area will appreciate? Like, is there just a certain criteria that you're looking for or trying to meet before you, you know what I'm saying, pull the trigger and fully make that commitment? Yeah, so in Cleveland specifically, like I know all the zip codes and I know which strategies work best for different zip codes. And what I mean by that, I know some zip codes work perfect for buying holds. What Other zip codes? Zip codes for... <laughs> we all want to know. So, so, they got, they, I see everybody got their pen. My team so, better have yeah. their pen ready for me, too. All of the suburbs are great for buying holds. Like, all of the suburbs are great for, for buying holds, as well as fix and flip to homeowners, like for the suburbs. Uh, most of the stuff I own is in the inner city. And the reason why I like the inner city is the, the taxes are cheaper. Just all the expenses are cheaper all the way around. The cash flow is stronger. And I know, and my property management know how to deal with the inner city, inner city tenants. Uh, the, I think the main thing is putting together uh, the right product. Most people that don't understand because they're not from the inner city, they, they have a problem with, with the people. Most of the situations that's going bad is not the people. It's the, it's the people and the gurus on social media putting, together, putting Band-Aids on properties like I did when I first started. Mm. So they don't mm. tell you that. So it's like I know like a lot of the people, like the so-called gurus, they're saying that it's the, the people. And I'm, I'm watching, uh, you know, I'm watching them. And, you know, I got a large base in, in Cleveland. I've been there for 20 years. So I know the product they putting together and I know the product that they showing on social media to market to people to get them to buy into their 10 and $20,000 program. That ain't the same product that they, that, that they renting out to people or, or people losing their money with. You know, so putting together the right product in the inner city and having the right management in place, you can win. So. Uh, again, I know the different strategies for the the different uh, different zip codes. Oh. I just have like a just a, a final question on top of that. So like, when you're doing your buying holds, is there a certain cash on cash return you're looking for? Is there a certain ROI you're looking for? You, it, it's funny. Good question. That's yeah, a question. that's a great question. I was about to cut you off, too. Good question. He was about to say guidelines. I, I was really he trying to... He said guidelines, guidelines. Yeah, yeah. He was like, ah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. This is the last one, though. So... <laughs> so I don't really look at it from that standpoint. And I know when, you know, as a, you, uh, as a, as a teacher, like, if you're teaching somebody, like, th that's the best way to teach people. Like, okay, you're looking for this ROI and different things like that. But the reason why I don't is, is I'm going to give you a real-life example. And I just, I just know the, the numbers, and I, 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 like I just know. So anyway, I bought a property for $7,000. I bought a property for $7,000. I put $15,000 into it. I sold the property for uh, $75,000 and some change. So, so my point is this. I don't really need to be, I don't really need to focus on like the, the numbers because I understand like, okay, if I buy this property, Right, I know that this neighborhood, like maxed out, the numbers is ninety thousand, right? So say it's ninety thousand. That's the top number. If I buy this property for just even ten thousand and put twenty into it, and I could sell it for ninety thousand, mm. you, you you follow me? Yeah. 
or like another uh, like real life scenario, we just bought an eight unit building for uh, uh, for, for thirty eight thousand dollars. Say what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so so here's another thing. So here's listen. So no. So so here's another thing. Here's another thing. Here's another thing. When you're thinking about taking somebody's course or or mentorship in whatever city that they say that they doing business is, you could look on the county records, like they, you know, get their company information, you could look on the county records and really see if they really doing exactly what they say that they doing. Facts. Or you can get the HUDs from them. So everything that I'm talking about, like you could, like I, the people that work with me, like they see it, like you know it, like we're doing classes where they come into Cleveland and they going through my properties and we teaching them hands on. So anyway, so the eight unit was uh, the last eight unit was uh, thirty-eight thousand um, dollars. We got a, we just sold a four unit. We we pay eight thousand dollars for the four unit. We pay eight thousand dollars for the four unit, and we we just sold it for uh, forty forty-five thousand. It needed a full rehab. So these are actual numbers. Like this is stuff that I'm doing that we doing today. Me and my kids. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Basically, you. we got we got we got one more question. We're gonna let you get your question out. Because yeah. I got a comment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even got she a said I got a comment. <laughs> Not even a question. Okay, so I wanna say thank you for being here. Um, I You're love welcome. your mindset. I love the way that you think. I've been doing a lot of research on like personal growth and healing, because I know in order for me to be good in my business, I have to be good within. Can you talk about some of the things that you did to get to where you are um, today? So, or your personal growth? Okay. So one of the things that one of the things that got my attention was my brother went on a federal sabbatical, and um, <laughs> he went on a federal sabbatical, and he would like being on a federal sabbatical. You meet these different people from like all walks of life. And most of them are the, the opposite walks from, from us. And so they're talking about, you know, their journey and the money that they're making doing these different things. And their time is a less, like, you know, they get 18 months for, for stealing, you know, $10 million. And so he would, he would build relationships with these people. And then he would feed me the information, telling me, like, go get this book. Like, go get that book. Like, read this and read that. And how it, how it really started and what got my attention was, he told me that he can make more money than me sitting in prison than I was at home. He was like, you know, he wrote me this letter. I remember like yesterday, basically saying that you you comfortable, like you think you're doing good because you're doing better than the people that's around you. Like you wasting your talent. And if you let me control everything, I can make more money than you sitting here and you at home. And when I was reading the letter, I was, I was sitting in a barbershop and I was reading the letter, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start fucking with him. I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, my feelings was hurt. Like, like, my, like I was like, I'm going to stop, I'm gonna stop sending him money. Like, I was, just, I, was, I was hurt. Are you mad, man? Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was crushed. I was like, man, I, put, I didn't want nobody to see that. I was like, put that letter in my pocket. <laughs> and so what happened after a couple of days, when, I, when I, I started thinking about it, I was like, he right, I am comfortable. And I could do more. And so he got my undivided attention. And then he recommended a book. And, you know, I started reading the book. I, I want to say it was, it, was, uh, it was Think and Grow Rich. 
you saw, you know, reading Think and Grow Rich, didn't really understand the first time I read, the first time I read it, I was looking for them to tell me how to be rich on the page. I thought they were just gonna give me like the <laughs> blueprint to get rich. So I'm looking for it and when I didn't see it, I'm like, man, that book ain't no good. And then I read it again because every time I would talk to my brother, you couldn't tell that he was in prison. If, if it was like, it was like he was somewhere at camp or something, like he was a dean or something. And it was like, I wanted to make him proud because like his energy, like, you know, he in prison, like his energy on the phone is like, and I was like, and I'm free. And it's like, it's like he free. And I'm, I didn't arrested my development. Mm. Yeah, so, so that put fire under my ass. So, so, I, so I started reading. It was like, I was a, you know, like I'm, I'm an avid reader. So I just kept reading. And then I realized that like what I was doing, like it got me to a certain place. And if I wanted to rise up, I had to try some different things. So I look at my life like a scientific project. So I don't just read books. I, like I, I, I get some stuff, then I go implement it. So I just started trying things. And, and I think that in order for any of us to grow, we got to try some stuff. Like if you're not where you want to be right now, you like, just look at the activities that you're doing on a daily basis and like you switch those activities up. And it's like we look at, okay, where we want to be. And wherever we want to be, it's a certain set of activities that's going to get you there. If you want to be fit, you need some activities that line up with being fit. If you want to be financially free, you need some activities that line up with being financially free. And just get those activities and put them on repeat and put yourself around other individuals that you know that they're going to hold you accountable. Put yourself around individuals that when they're when they not even around, like I have... Friend, when they're not around, I'm thinking about them in my mind, and I'm moving different because I know when we get together, we're talking about, okay, what's going on? What, what new investments? Like what, like what you got? You know, so I think it's, we, we got it in our head already. Like we, are, we all know something that we can do right now to elevate our life without nobody telling us anything. Mm -hmm. We got something right now that we know we can do to be better, personally, business, et cetera. Like we know it, just do it. Man. I love it. You gave us so yeah. many gems. Yeah. But we can't wrap up without you giving us a rant. You gave so many gems, I don't even know if you, you have to give us one, but you gotta give us a rant. And if you can find it in your heart to find a gem. <laughs> one, one more gem. One more gem, we would love to hear. It's the Rants and Gem Show. Someone needs to know a rant about your in in industry and a gem about your industry. Rant. It, it, would, it would have to be just paying attention to, to the signs, like, you know, especially with contractors. Like, pay attention to the signs. Like, don't override the signs. Like, pay mm. attention to the signs. Like, don't we, like, signs. like we, we, we got great at overriding the signs, like, right. in all of our relationships. Like, we just great at overriding the signs and just gonna make it be what we wanted to be. And then we talk about my heart broke. Like, you overrode all of the signs. Like, like pay attention to the signs. Don't mm. override the signs. I like that. And what's your gem? What's your final gem? The gem is find or create the recipe that works great for your life and put it on repeat. Mm. And put it on repeat. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's, like, it's, like, it's not a one size fit all. And it's not about somebody else's life. It's about you finding or creating a recipe that works great for you and put it on repeat, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. Mm. Love it, Jim. Man, so, how can they find you, Dion? I, I 
want to say something. I want to say something. They want to know how to find you. They want to know if they can come out and meet you. They want to get this $30,000 tri triplex. I see it in your eyes. I saw the twinkle in your eyes. And I drop whatever you got, drop it. They want to know. The people need to know. So my social media, Instagram and Facebook is my full name, Beyond, B-E-Y-O-N-D, Win, W-Y-N-N. Uh, if you're interested in uh, buying properties in Cleveland, you can join our cash buyers email list, and you know we email properties out weekly. How mm. they how they all join the list? Oh, click the link in the bio to join the list. And, uh, <laughs> they want to know. <laughs> and, uh, and me and my me and my uh, my sons creating a course as well uh, yes. to, uh, to 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 teach from our standpoint and you know share the things that we're actually yes. doing to help us win as a family. And let me say this, I purchased a few properties from him and his sons. Everything he's saying is legitimate. I vouch for it. So they- They've been they, holding out, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, I told you, it's a, lot, it's a lot I don't talk about. That is a little bit of it. It's a, it's a lot I don't talk about. Not with me. I mean, I talk about it to you sometimes. You, yeah. But you know, bad boys move in silence. That's how we roll over no, here. That's all right. You so know? basically, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you to work. You got out. the plug now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the plug. Yeah, you with the plug. But you Thank know, you look, so everything much. that he's saying is legitimate. I experienced it firsthand. So if anybody wants to reach out to him, confident to know that MG has worked with him personally. And this is a relationship I've had for a few years. And um, I've owned properties in Cleveland because of Beyond and his sons. So shout out to them. All right? Yes. Real talk. And that's real talk. All right? So, look, we're going to wrap up Beyond. I know this was last minute, but Coach put you in the game, and you came and you ran the fucking play. That's what I did. You ran the fucking that's play, right. Beyond. That's right. So we appreciate you. Another thing, another thing. I got an inspirational, uh, oh, inspirational the book, the book. album that I'm, work, that I'm working on. Um, basically, you know, things straight from my mind, things that have helped me. Um, uh, elevate in life, uh, continue to move forward. Um, you can find that at beyondwin.com, the pre-order. We're only doing 100 of them in a, in a bundle. So it's a limited edition, uh, the album, a limited edition, uh, run the fucking play t-shirt, and a copy of my quotes and confirmation book. We're doing 100 in a bundle. But the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the music slash uh, inspiration, you know, it would be available, you know, unlimited, you know, uh, purchases, but we're only doing 100 bundles. We got a few of them left. I've already got my pre-sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it, y'all. So look, man, this was a great episode, Beyond. Thank you. We Thank appreciate you. your time today. Uh, my name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG The Mortgage Guy. My name is Kiana Watson, license number 317576. Broker extraordinaire here in the Metro Atlanta area. And thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of the Rants and Gems. Absolutely. Go run the F and play. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.